Insert disc two. Okay, Aaron. We've had several requests to、uh, do a show about paranormal activity. But you're going to say we've had requests to retire and commit suicide. Well, we've had those requests too. <laughs> But we're not honoring those yet. Not yet. All right.、Um, I know that you are a. I don't know if, if people are really fans of the paranormal or believers in the paranormal. I don't know what the correct sort of、uh, descriptor is. I'm a man who、uh, walks in shadows at other places that other men fear to tread. Okay, what I'd like you to do is think think about all of the the paranormal experiences that you've heard about, read about, experienced,、mm -hmm. and I want you to give me your top three. Um, symptoms or experiences symptoms. or <laughs> yeah, I got the highs from a ghost. <laughs> Top three incidences of paranormal activity. Now look at that. One of our chatters do it all the time. So,、uh, you know, I have been on several formal ghost hunts and then some informal ones. Even with me and、uh, Leroy have went on some.、Uh, I don't. You know, my interest has waned over the years, which is odd because your girlfriend is a really hers has waned to a certain. Oh,、way. really? Okay. Well, I mean, it's been overexposed, hasn't、mm. it? You know, and、uh, it's almost made into a, a big joke. You know, if you get on, I get on, we get on Amazon Prime, and one of my favorite things to do is watch these local ghost groups on there, their shows, and they're always the worst, <laughs> but they're funny, bad.、Mm -hmm. There's a group of these guys are wrestlers that go out and hunt ghosts. That's a real show. Really? Yeah. There's a, there's a group of people that are like.、Uh, There's a hot chick. It's the hot chick ghost hunter. Then there's a couple of chicks. Then there's the churchgoers. You know, you got all different types.、Uh, but、uh, I have seen some creepy stuff,、uh, and I have had one unexplained issue. Now we'll go over some things that have happened to me personally. The top three,、uh, in no particular order, because they're all terrifying.、Uh, one day I was working. At Davaroni's Pizza, I don't know if I've ever told you the story. I was washing dishes, okay, and the store at Davaroni's is back in '90, let's say. The、uh, back door at Davaroni's opens up on the railroad tracks that go through Hurricane. Right. And I was back there washing dishes. It was near the end of the shift, and a train went by. And as I was washing dishes, I got real, a real weird, sickly feeling. All right. And I got so ill. I said, "Listen, I gotta. To, I think I'm about to go home. I'm, I'm dizzy. I'm, you know, I'm really messed up." And the boss, was like, "Well, go ahead and go. We're almost closed." And I've always thought that maybe the train had something on it that was leaking. Just、mm -hmm. a guess. So I didn't go home. I went to my buddy's house to hang out for a while. And on my way home,、uh, which is up by Standard Food, it was on that road, Virginia, Virginia Avenue. Avenue. As I topped the hill of Standard Food, there's a cemetery. Oh yeah. And walking past the cemetery, I saw an old. Woman who was half skeleton and her flesh was literally melting off as she was walking. Now that was pretty creepy. That, Again,、yeah. I, I I have the feeling that I was under the influence of some sort of chemical,、mm -hmm. is my guess. But I went right home. That is a creepy area over、that、there. Is, it is creepy. Yeah.、Um, another thing, I、uh, I used to live on Mud Mountain, as you know. And but、uh, others might not know. Mud, Mud Mountain, Mountain is is the only dirt road that's a city street in, her, in Charleston, West Virginia. Uh, it's up on a mountain. It's 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 in the city, but it's not really. It's in the woods behind it and stuff. But it's it's beside the interstate. But it's it's hard to explain. You you've seen it,、uh, but it's isolated. It's the only house on there. And so I would hear weird stuff all the time,、uh, and I would not like that. And so what I would always do is make sure that I had noise going at all times in the house. There was always a radio on, a television on. Uh, I never ever 
had silence in the house. What about like a white noise machine? No, no, that's too no. creepy. You ever see Poltergeist? You know, air conditioner, air window conditioner unit. Would be on, sure. mm-hmm. So I was up there one night, and I uh, uh, I heard, and you could hear people that would sometimes wander up my mountain in the night, usually hoodlums or kids. Uh, but I heard a a woman's voice just murmuring, "Help me!" through the wall of my room because the bedroom sat over a creek, literally, because mm-hmm. this house was elevated, and out and there was woods, and I could hear this creepy voice asking for help. And it took a while, but I got enough gumption to go out and um, look, and with my I didn't have a gun or anything. I don't like guns, but I did have a sword. Mm-hmm. So I went out in a bathrobe, a sword, and a and a and a, and a flashlight. I, if you know, there was ever a picture I wish existed, you in the frame of the door of Mud Mountain with the sword and the flashlight in the bathroom. Let me tell you something. I, but for the longest time, I used my old high school graduation robe, a mm. bathrobe. And one time, a raccoon moved into the house, and it would drive me nuts. And there was at one time I was out fighting this raccoon with a, with a with my a sword and a, a, a broom handle, and I had a rate. I'd heard that raccoons just didn't like music, so I had a boom box sitting out there. It was blasting music. This is like three in the morning, mm-hmm. and I was fighting this thing. So he was walking, going across the rafters of my porch, and I fell down. And so here, I thought to myself, "This is how they're going to find me. I'm going to be, <laughs> I'm going to be laying on the ground wearing only a graduation robe with a broom, a sword, and like." Scorpions music played on this radio because I've slipped on the ice. Oh out there. man! So yeah, there was a lot of if we if we did a top three stupid things I've done, <laughs> I, we could do twenty thousand of these shows. But anyway, that was pretty scary. I, of course, there was no one there. Uh, the scariest thing that, that I mean, in terms of ghost hunting, mm-hmm. they're most and I've saw some pretty weird stuff. But the scariest things we were investigating a place. It's called the Whipple. Uh, Country store, company My store, com- yeah, company store. You, have you been to it? I read an article about it. Uh, it's a, it's an old in West Virginia. We used to have lots of coal mines, and so uh, they would pay the employees in company script. All right, mm-hmm. that shtick. Mm-hmm. Company script was garbage, and so you'd have to use that script in the company store. Mm-hmm. And these company stores lined all these valleys back in the day. Now, as the years have went on, there are fewer and fewer. And there's only a couple left, and one of the most famous ones is the Whipple. Store and we were doing a ghost hunt there with Teresa's uh, ghost group, uh, Huntington Paranormal, and it was me. and And one of the rooms there was uh, just dude and Teresa's dad and me. And it was the closet. They had this long walk-in closet at the, at the Whipple store because allegedly scores of people were killed in this store. And it was usually people trying to uh, and God knows how many rapes and everything else. I mean, it was this is. Hardcore. Yeah. Right? Well, those some of those coal mining towns were they, yeah, yeah. And rough the, areas. And the people that ran them were just they were like evil, mm-hmm. evil dudes. But anyway, we were in this room and we were asking for you know we were in there with the we're doing EVPs right electronic voice phenomenon if that's your bag and we were in there and all three of us we, we, the guy was asking questions you know and basically. Uh, we asked for a sign. Can you make any noise? Because nothing had happened. It, was, you know, it wasn't that creepy, but it was a big, long, empty closet. It wasn't empty. It had stuff in it. And right when we said that, there was sort of a bang, and, a, and a, you could see the shelf move. Mm. That was pretty creepy just due to the timing. Now, do mm. I know what that was? I don't know. Uh, but it was, that, uh, it's Did split- you immediately vacate the area? 
Well, we looked at each other and then we left. Yeah, you know. Now That's what, that would have been my move as well. I didn't see anything else creepy that night, and I've been to some other places. Anchorage. We've been to that, which is up um, uh, up in Marietta, Ohio. Very crazy building. Teresa's group runs out of a building in Guy and Dot. That's real super creepy. I've been to a lot of creepy buildings, uh, but I don't think I've seen anything. I mean, it's creepy to be in there. Another place we've been to the, is the Trans Allegheny Lunatic Asylum. That is absolutely creepy. Mm-hmm. The stuff you see on TV, uh, if you've ever watched any programs, ghost programs, uh, that's the creepiest place I've ever been. We went there on our honeymoon. Really? Yeah. For, after knowing you for a while, I think you should have checked in. <laughs> you, you you went into the asylum for your honeymoon? It's kind of a funny story. So, you know, we got we got married and we went to our honeymoon at Stonewall Resort, you know, up, up in Weston, the same mm-hmm. place that this place is. And um, the next morning was Sunday morning. And we're like, let's let's see what the great town of Weston has to offer us on Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. So there was the Glass Museum, the West Virginia Glass Museum. Yes. And the Trans-Allegheny Lunatic Asylum. So we were just walking around, and we see all these people uh, gathered by the door. And so, like, well, we'll gather over there with them. And they start taking us through, and, all, and the people that are gathered there are giving us these weird looks. And finally, the tour guide says, who are you guys? And we're like... We're just here. You know, we saw these people. I'm like, this was a paid for tour. You guys are on right now. You guys need to leave. And so we were like in the lunatic sound. So we had to, we had to post haste, get out of there. But do you recall where you were at when you, do you recall how long were you on the tour before you had to go? It was only like five or 10 minutes. Did you, get to go, did you actually get to leave the very nice furnished area? To go oh, to- yeah. Like with the little area that we were in was all um, like the paint was peeling everywhere yeah. on the walls and stuff. Trans Allegheny is real unique because they restored some of the building to the way it looked in its prime. Gorgeous, mm. you know, because when you think of it, of the when you hear the trans allegheny lunatic asylum, you think of like these people chained to the walls, by beating them with a whip. Or, right. You know, they actually tried to help a lot of these people, mm-hmm. and the trans allegheny predates the Civil War. So if you look at parts of the building, you'll see the state bird and the state flower of Virginia, because when it was built, West Virginia was still part of Virginia, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Uh, and so you can imagine the amount of history in a building like that. We actually went in through a side entrance too, yeah. and so we didn't get—I didn't get to see that. I'd like to see it. We'll go back there one day. Uh, the uh, uh, the creepy thing about Trans Allegheny—it's one of these places. If you go into a lot of these old buildings, the creepiest parts of them for me are these real long halls because they're so long that they uh, that you think, okay, I can see, and especially if there's a light at the end, though. There's a, there's a, there's a long hall on the Trans-Allegheny with, a, with a, like a porthole light in mm-hmm. it you know, that, to the outside because you're in Weston, so you can see street lights mm-hmm. and stuff to it. But what that means is you can see that light. So if something goes between you and the light, you see it. Oh. And you're always paranoid that something's going to go you're between running, that light. Yeah, yeah. We went in there with the group, and we, you would never see anyone else. I mean, it was, and you would all be in the same wing because mm-hmm. they would say, okay, let's do the, or the same floor. Mm-hmm. It's so massive, uh, and that was. And we went. The part that got us the most was the was the youth ward, where a lot of bad stuff had went down. You know, and uh, it was late, three in the morning when we went there. And it was cold, and we both were like, "Well, we're done." You know? And <laughs> Teresa does not; she's inflappable, and she was just like, well, "It's time to go." Mm-hmm. Uh, we've also been to Moundsville uh, and did a and. and Wow, that's another place that's just, it's so much bad stuff. Mountville is the Western State Penitentiary, mm-hmm. and it's an old, old penitentiary, and it's another place that's just super duper creepy. So we got the uh, you know the old haunted penitentiary, the old haunted company store. Basically, our state has a history of people being downtrodden and forever haunting the earth. And then, of course, uh, there, I would be remiss if I didn't mention, especially since next weekend is the 
Mothman Festival, uh, and I'm going to try to shoot some footage, and I might even go live a little bit if I can figure Ooh, out how to do it. That'd be great. Uh, but uh, uh, the uh, uh, Point Pleasant's a creepy town. They've got the TNT area out there where we used to, you know, stockpile World War II uh, weaponry and whatnot. Uh, and and so there's a lot of creepy stuff that goes on out there. If you've ever been up to Braxton County, that area where the Braxton County monster is, it's a it's a very secluded. And it, this is with the interstates. You can imagine mm-hmm. what it was like in the in the fifties. Yeah, it was like absolutely no one got up there. Uh, so we're very. I tell Teresa all the time we're very fortunate to be in the in the lap of. If you're into this sort of uh, paranormal stuff, this is the, like one of the perfect places to be because there's so much of it. Uh, uh, you know, around us, you know, and then there's also like stuff like I think it's like Ohio Grassman and okay, Bigfoot. That leads like me. That. that leads me into my next question. All right. Okay, I want to know your top three. Um, what is what is the name for people like the Ohio Grassman or Mothman? Well, what, what do you depends. call those? Crypt, cryptozoological. Yeah, let's go with that. What's your what are your top three favorite cryptozoological creatures? Well. In no particular order. I mean, I, let's face it. Mothman is up there. He's very interesting, and it's unusual. So what, what is interesting about Mothman well, to you just, personally? He showed up at a weird time. There's, uh, It's unexplained. A lot of people saw him, uh, and things that surrounded him were weird. The men in black showed up. The bridge collapsed. A lot of weird stuff happened. Uh, and Point Pleasant is just a ear like... Uh, 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 is a very odd, weird place. Duncan Styles just mentioned it on the chat. It's a some places give off like a strange vibe, and it, it it Point Pleasant is a weird town. It just is weird. It's 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 at the point where rivers converge. I think that's part of it mm-hmm. that gives it a strange feeling when you're there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Mothman would be probably the top of the list, just because I mean, again, this is a guy you have no one's seen anything of. You know, legitimately since the '60s. It's not like Bigfoot, where people no. are still seeing. No. I mean, I'm sure you could talk to somebody. And it's like, yeah, I just saw Mothman. It was awesome. <laughs> you know, you know, it's not like it was when they first saw him. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Bigfoot. I was, you know, I was a kid. I was a real big fan. But I mean, I, it just, it's been that's the whole thing. It's all like ghosts. It's been convoluted, and I, I think by now, much like the, another thing, I loved a lot this monster. But I'm just not. I just can't buy it anymore. I just, it's, they should have found something. Mm-hmm. I'm not well, it. when the surgeon that took that famous photo on his deathbed yeah. said, "Yeah, that was a hoax." That was yeah, a- yeah, yeah. That was a real death blow. Yeah. Uh, so I think the I think the green monster, the breast game monster, is an interesting case again. Like the Mothman, he came. They saw him one time and he was gone. And you said the Braxton County monster is not the politically correct name for him anymore, right? Well, he they, prefers to be known as the green monster. Well, there he's got several names, but basically, it's not a monster. I mean, for everyone, sort of agrees it's probably an alien. So if that's your bag, there's something there for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, because he's never been seen anywhere else. Uh, uh, so I would say he's up there. Um, you know, I'm trying to think what a, a third thing would be, uh, that would be that would be something that people might have heard of. There's a very unusual story, and this goes into the realm of aliens, of a, of a farm in a Kentucky. And this was back in the 30s or 40s or maybe in the 50s, where... These just, I mean, again, these farms, you know how these places are. They're out in the sticks. There's no Very highway. isolated. And uh, I, these guys have a festival. I wish I could remember the name of it. But uh, these aliens showed up one night and just basically terrorized this family of farmers. Really? And there was guns pulled and antics and aliens on the roof. Just crazy time. I've always been real partial to that one. Another one I'll bring up since we're talking about aliens. Again, we may be leaving the paranormal area, but I always thought it was, it's, it was a, there's kind of an overlap. I think if, you, if you're familiar with the Barney and Betty Hill uh, encounter, this is it a, a abduction. It was, 
uh, that was a missing time element to it, and it was sort of a very famous case. I got an autographed copy of Stan Friedman's book on the subject. It was pretty pretty interesting. Uh, uh, but uh, I, I always thought that was a pretty thought-provoking case. It was sort of the first that right, it sort of kicked off the abduction craze, mm-hmm. you know, to a certain degree. Uh, so I like that. Um, I, I was I I can see myself getting more into the ET version of stuff now that I can to paranormal. I feel bad too because I, I always liked paranormal stuff and Ouija boards and uh, and tarot. I used to do that stuff. And it was a lot of fun. And I was, because I, I think at the time it was just something, no one else that did it, no one had heard of it. But now, I mean, one thing about the internet, like anything, any gimmick you thought you had, like 50 billion other people have had oh, yeah. it. Oh, yeah. You know, I knew a chick, that, like I remember when school, like the, the kind of cr- creepy girls, the exotic girls they brought on a Wicca. Right? Mm-hmm. Wicca, ooh, they're wicked, mm-hmm. right? Well, now you, it's just like this is what, you know, it's not, I mean, I'm not saying anything bad about Wicca. That's whatever you toot your horn, but I mean, it turns into that psychic fair situation that you went to. Right. A when you can ago. when you can log on to when you can even back in the day you could get Netscape up. It's like, hey look, this is an automated HTML terror reader. Well, yeah, I shot that in a in a bud. I'm mm. going, you know, so it's it's hard there's not anything that really surprises me that much anymore. Okay. I got one final question for All you. Right. Okay. I want you to rank these in the order of probability. Okay. ESP uh, ghosts that can communicate from beyond the grave, aliens that have visited Earth, uh, any kind of cryptozoological phenomenon. Well, for, so for, you for, threw for, me off on the last one because that any kind. Okay, uh, let's say let's I say mean, people didn't believe that they were tigers or there were big cats in the Himalayas. Right. Okay. Let, let me narrow it down. Yeah. Let's say let's say the existence of. Bigfoot and or the Loch Ness monster right. and or uh, chupacabra. <laughs> it's funny he just mentioned chupacabra. Uh, I would put so the e- so ghosts that can communicate ESP, mm-hmm. uh, uh, cryptozoology, or uh, alien that have visited Earth. I'm going to put in last place. I'm going to put Bigfoot and Loch Ness monster. Okay. I just can't imagine that we wouldn't have found something. I know, and this is not the disparaging one that is into that. Because I know next week when I go to the Mothman, there's going to be a ton of people there. They're Bigfoot experts, and I'm not. But and and I'm not saying they're I'm right, but I wouldn't say that's the least likely. Um, I would say um, ghosts that could communicate with people would be the next least likely. Um, I would put ESP as the next as uh, you know as we're getting into the more likely mm-hmm. stuff. And in the most like, I would say, aliens that have visited the Earth. And I say that because um, statistically, given the, you know, size of the universe. The vast nature of the cosmos. That's right. Uh, it would not be out of the realm of possibility that other life existed and had come here or here now. Mm-hmm. Considering uh, how powerful they would probably be just to get here, they could probably be in this room and we wouldn't even know. Mm-hmm. Right. And I, I, if you ever listened to or read any of the stuff from Michio Kaku's book, uh, uh, or Michio Kaku's many books, uh, who's he's sort of a futurist, he's also a mega genius. Uh, he will tell you that a lot of the stuff that happens is based purely on the amount of energy you can generate. You could like, could you teleport? Yes. Could you warp speed through space? Yes. But it, it depends on the amount of energy you can generate, whether you could do that stuff or not. And I would wager that advanced races can generate a, an amount of energy that we would never imagine. So I would say that's the top. Then ESP, which I believe 
there's a possibility uh, that there's something there. Uh, I'm not going to say that I'm hopping on the Richard C. Hoagland bandwagon. With Who was the guy on Carson that bent the spoons? You're talking Kreskin. Kreskin. Uh, that's, oh, clearly that was... No, no, no. I'm not talking... Kreskin was Johnny oh, Carson. No, who, uh, what, what is that guy's name? I know you're talking about... Uh, what is his name? I don't know. That's why I asked I don't you. remember. Okay. But I, no, I don't put any credence in that. But, uh, but I, I think uh, like uh, remote viewing, that sort of thing, there may be something to it. Uh, it's hard to say. Uh, the government studied it. You never know. Mm-hmm. And then, again, so I would rank them. Most likely, uh, aliens visited Earth. Next most likely, ESP. Next most likely, uh, ghost communication with the dead. And then lastly, I would say... I would say the uh, crypto, uh, Loch Ness Monster and the Bigfoot. And I, I'd like to open that up to anybody that's listening right now. Um, what are, Ari Geller. Thank Ari you, Geller, yeah. yeah. What are your... Uh, how do you rank those four? Please leave us a comment in the uh, YouTube. Where do, and, you, where do you put them? Um, boy, I'd say probably... That's, that's a good question. I think probably... I think I'd put ESP first as most likely... And then aliens that have visited the, the 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 planet. Yeah, and I'd have to go ghosts and then Bigfoot. I'm yeah. sort of surprised because I know you're sort of a religious guy, mm-hmm. and it's been my it's been my uh, impression that people that are pretty religious have, are more likely to believe that you could communicate with the dead. Well, I, I don't know what to tell you. I, I, you know, I don't think, I think that if you could communicate with the dead, they'd make it easier and there would be more, more solid proof of it by this time with mm-hmm. all of the technology that we have. Um, I feel like, I'm not saying, I'm not ruling anything out, um, but I'm, I think that uh, there's a higher possibility that aliens have visited our planet mm-hmm. than the other. Mm. Fair enough, fair yeah. enough. Very fascinating. Uh, and uh, while I'm thinking about it, uh, if you are into this sort of thing, my girlfriend runs a uh, uh, Teresa's uh, Haunted History of the Tri-State, which I'll link up the webpage if you haven't seen it. But it's uh, she is the she is number one with a bullet, uh, and her her audience is unbelievably large, and she is very thorough and very good and does not fall for crap. So, uh, and a lot of her stuff's history based. So if you're into this sort of thing and you want to find out more about where we live. In terms of what's going on around here, I will uh, link you up because she is she's the best. I'm not just saying that because she's my girl. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, thanks for tuning in to this week's Insert Disc Two. Uh, maybe next week we'll do another call-in show. We'll see you next time. Adios. Adios.